are Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Flyers podcast for Thursday, October 29th. Your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that has to say, the Dallas Stars New Jerseys, they look pretty good. I love them. I'm all (laughs) in on the neon. Yeah, I think that looks so good, especially with the all black. I really like it. I'm surprised. And I wouldn't mind if we saw a Flyers version of that with the neon orange. It would be phenomenal. (laughs) If you missed out on the Dallas Stars jersey, make sure you follow us on Twitter because we will tweet that out. And, um, you know, you can tweet us any of your questions for our weekly mailbag, any off-season content you want us to cover, or just how you're feeling in the off-season. You can also email us at LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. We're your hosts. I'm Danielle. And I'm Rachel. And today we are going to talk about uh, a situation that really is, it's all over uh, hockey Twitter if you're on there. Um, and it's, it has to deal with the Arizona Coyotes and their top draft pick for this past year. Then we will get into some fun haunted uh, hockey stories, uh, one specifically with the Hockey Hall of Fame. So that's, that will be pretty fun. And then, of course, we will wrap up with our Flyers fun thing. To keep up to date on all Flyers things, make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Flyers. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So subscribe to get all of our episodes. We recently have done multiple episodes on our new draft picks from this season or this year. And then also just all of the Flyers content here on the Locked on Sports Network. So let's jump in to the Arizona Coyotes. So if you don't know, uh, an article recently was released earlier this week, um, and it was titled, Arizona Coyotes' top draft pick was convicted for bullying black teen with disabilities. And this, like I said, came out earlier this week, and I'm actually kind of happy that we waited to talk about this, Rachel, because a lot more has come out in the, the following days since this article was released. So... What is this article about? The Arizona Coyotes, they had a fourth round pick. They drafted Mitchell Miller. And like the article, the title says, he was convicted of bullying a black teen with disabilities. So when he was around the age of 14, Miller was admitted to Ohio Juvenile Court for bullying classmate Isaiah Myers Carruthers. Millers was said to trick Myers Carruthers into licking a candy push pop that Miller and another person wiped in the bathroom urinal. Other accounts in the police report indicated that the boys urinated on the candy before giving it to Myers Carruthers. But uh, the article goes on to um, go into how Miller and the other kids taunted Myers Carruthers, constantly calling him um, derogatory names, the N-word, repeatedly while growing up in the suburb together. They reached out to Myers Carruthers, and he said that um, Miller pretended to be his friend and made him do things that he did not want to do. In junior high, he got beat up by him, and he goes on to say that, you know, everyone thinks he's such a cool kid. especially because he got drafted to the NHL. But I don't see how someone could be cool when you pick 
on someone and bully someone your entire life. Um, Myers Carruthers' mother was quoted saying that one of the key reasons Miller and the other boy admitted to the crime was to avoid trial, uh, was to avoid a trial because it everything they did was caught on surveillance camera and uh, would have been shown in court. And she goes on to said the fact that he was drafted, it's absolutely brutal. He Had he not pled guilty, the video would have been released. It would have been so much worse on Mitchell because of the brutality that our son endured. She goes on to say that he smashed her son's head into a brick wall. So that's the short of what happened. Um, And then we get a ton of fallout from that. You know, the Arizona Coyotes and a lot of, I mean, all the 31 teams who look into all of the prospects available for the draft knew about this situation. Um, those who wanted to draft Mitchell went in and like did their research and um, you know, that Arizona was the one that picked him. And the ironic part about it is that the Arizona's new owner is a part of the NHL's diversity and inclusion committee and their five tier committee that is supposed to help Uh, inclusivity in hockey so here is a a person who is a person of color an owner in one of these teams and sees this prospect and thinks it's still okay to draft them Uh, an article by the athletic came out I think the day after and it goes into a little bit more detail about the drafting situation and yeah I think you know there's a couple other important aspects to the story here first off Isaiah's mother has repeatedly said that, you know, they have seen absolutely no apology or contrition in any meaningful way that all he's done was um, court required activities in terms of 25 hours, which is nothing of community service. And he wrote a letter. So I think that, you know, if you're trying to center the family that have been most affected by this, I think the hockey community has absolutely failed that family. And that breaks my heart in a lot of ways. The other aspect of it that I wanted to bring up is that it's not just the NHL and the Arizona Coyotes. This kid is playing at the University of North Dakota. So that's an entire other system that has kind of failed in this situation, as well as USA Hockey, who invited him to their world junior selection camp so this kid could potentially represent the united states on the ice on the world stage and that like that just cannot be it would be thoroughly unacceptable given everything that he has done this is this was a repeated pattern of behavior that he has not shown effective like growth or remorse for and Uh, Isaiah's mother also said that, you know, the other kids involved in the situation that was doing the bullying has apologized and has shown growth. And she recognized that. Whereas, you know, in in this situation, Miller has just done none of what has been deemed appropriate in terms of trying to move forward with his life. You know, whether he was a teen or not, he just hasn't done the work. 
Yeah, I mean, you brought up some really good points in the fact that before he reached his draft, he sent out a letter to thirty to all 31 teams talking about how much he's grown in the situation and how much he's done to, I don't want to say atone for what he's done, he did in the past. Um, but like you said, Isaiah's mother, she there's there's been no growth. There's been no uh, conversation. And I think the the fact that in the draft, the the Arizona Coyotes didn't even reach out to the family. Like we would have never known about this had it not been for um, local beat reporters doing this, doing the research and writing this um, this article. No, no one from the Coyotes staff, the NHL, national reporters, no one reported on this and apparently it's been going around that they did know about this like they knew about this issue before it was being reported on and it just again it's just there's so many parts or organizations that fall under hockey that failed by letting this kid get to where he is and I know that a lot of people have been saying on Twitter that you know well he was young he was dumb you know, uh, you you have to give people a chance to grow. But like you said, he has not grown. He has not shown that he is remorseful in anything that he did. And I want to make it clear that it wasn't like, you know, he was just name calling. And, and you know, he assaulted him by ba- bashing his head against the against a brick wall you know, forcing him to eat candy that he or someone someone else urinated on, like, I, that goes beyond a 14-year-old prank. And, and if that is normalized, then there's a, there's, I mean, obviously there's a bigger problem, but there, that's a huge problem. Like, you can't just go around <laughs> giving people candy that you urinated on and just calling it a joke. That's, that's serious as of right now that he has done like you said nothing to atone for what he's he did it just it genuinely makes me sick to my stomach to think that he would even represent USA hockey but again the head of USA hockey called Trevor Daly the n-word to his face and has never apologized to Trevor Daly um so I I don't even know why I'm surprised at this point yeah, it's it's just all deeply disappointing. And I, I I hate having to say that again and again and again in these situations. But, you know, I think that the hockey world has some like self-examination to do and and they need to fix things quickly because these problems have been around for a long time. They know about him. There are really, you know, a lot of easy solutions to make great strides that other organizations and people have been suggesting for years and years and years. And so it's just, it's time. It's time to just do. And the time for covering up this kind of past behavior in order to, you know, have a reclamation project for a privileged kid, it's over. And and we shouldn't stand for it anymore. It's tough because you really don't know what to do as a fan in this situation because I think that the NHL and the Coyotes all just expect this to blow over in a few days. And 
this is serious that as fans that feel passionate about this, we can't let it just blow over. You know, Rachel, this is a hard pivot that we're going to do. But we have to let everyone listening know that one thing that we absolutely support is rockauto.com. And that's because rockauto.com is there to support us. If you don't know, rockauto.com is such a reliable website that you can go to if you need any parts for your car or truck. They have the same prices for professionals as they do for do-it-yourselfers, and they always offer the lowest price rather than upcharging prices based on the market like other competitors do. RockAuto.com is for everybody, and it doesn't even require a membership or an account login. One of the main reasons why I love RockAuto.com is that they're so reliable because they're a family business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And when you go to rockauto.com, you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. And you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, like I said, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right. So like we said, I mean, this is definitely something that if you feel strongly about it, there's tons that you could do. Um, We will, like always in our show notes, leave the articles that have a lot more information. So if this is the first time you're hearing about it, please in the show notes, go read the two articles that we have so you could just get a better understanding. And if you If you feel like you want to do something and you don't know what to do, you can always reach me on Twitter at Danielle underscore Nick. I think there's a couple of people that are going to be putting together a petition or, you know, just a format of a letter to send to the Coyotes and the NHL. So let's move on to a a funner topic to talk about, and that is a haunting at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Now, if you've been to the Hockey Hall of Fame, this story might sound familiar to you, but for those of you that have not, like myself, uh, there was an article written last year by Darcy Main for ESPN, and it's called Four of the Most Haunted Venues in Sports. And the venue for hockey in the article was the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, Canada. To give a little bit of background, uh, the... Formerly housed in the exhibition space, mixed uh, use development to the west of downtown Toronto was the Hall of Fame, but it was moved uh, to its current building at the Brookfield Place Complex in 1993. But originally built in 1885, it formerly housed the Bank of Montreal, and that is where the story starts. It is believed that a former bank employee by the name of Dorothea um, in 1953 was a 19-year-old who shot herself in the women's bathroom at the bank. She died uh, at the hospital the next day. And according to the Toronto Star, that is, is like presumed to be the ghost that is haunting the Hockey Hall of Fame. So it goes into say that a brand developing manager of the haunted walks in Toronto, the bank workers became 
began experiencing strange happenings shortly after Dorothea's death. They said it started in the 50s. Employees of the bank would have lights on that would turn off. Doors and windows would open and close on their own. And they would hear weird noises like footsteps when no one is around. Um, And then they said they felt specifically a weird presence like someone else was there watching them. And they felt like the strongest spot where they felt those instances were around the women's bathroom on the second floor of the bank. It got so bad to the point where the employees that um, worked there would not use the bathroom and the bank had to put in a second bathroom in the bed in the basement uh, because so many people were refusing to use it. It goes on to say that the bank was removed and um, the employees and guests of the Hall of Fame reported hearing the same thing, similar noises and experiencing the same overwhelming sense of not being alone. Brooke said that an employee of the Hockey Hall of Fame shared uh, a story with her that a young boy on a tour in the museum with his parents and other adults said that he stopped in his tracks and began staring intently at the wall. Someone asked what was wrong and he responded by pointing and saying, can you see her? No one said anything, but the young boy was insistent that he was seeing a woman with long, dark hair walk in and out of the wall. He, did, he couldn't believe that no one else could see her. They said that stories like this uh, have been popping up all over and that it's really that it's made the Hockey Hall of Fame one of the most well-known haunted spots in the city. And that Haunted Walks begins uh, one of its most popular tours outside of the building with permission of the Hall of Fame. (laughs) When this article was written, the Hall of Fame did not respond to the request to comment on this story. So it doesn't necessarily promote that it's haunted, but um, the Haunted Walks hosts a special Halloween event. Well, they did host it back in 2013. They had a, a guy that was during the final part of the tour, he left to go use the facilities. When he came back, he went to one of the guides, the guides and told them that he heard what sounded to be a terrified woman screaming in the restroom next door. He was visibly shaken and wanted to know if anyone else heard that scream and knew what was going on. Uh, the tour guy said that the man was visibly shaken and, um, couldn't believe that no one else heard anything. And he said that he was insistent that this was a blood shattering scream that everyone would hear it. And so uh, everyone on the tour was very creeped out. Um, And uh, yeah, that was uh, one of the last stories uh, told by like the haunting of the Hockey Hall of Fames. I don't know if I would go (laughs) to the... uh, Hockey Hall of Fame to see a ghost, but I I might need that extra push. And when I do need that extra push, I always look to Bilko. Now, if you don't know, Bilko is a healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's lasting and natural. It gives you up to five hours of energy without the same crash feeling. Plus it's natural. So it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster with a third of the caffeine and better results. And even better, it's in a perfect, it's in a really good package that's on the go. So you can take it, put it in your purse. Whenever you need that pump of energy, you got it. 
And Bilko are from the same people that brought us Built Bar, which we talk about all the time. So we know the ingredients are healthy, safe, and incredibly tasty. And for Bilko, they have three delicious flavors to choose from. Peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. It combines the energy gel with the collagen protein, beta alanine, B3, B6, B12, honey, and that kick of caffeine you need. So visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED. You'll get 30% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Rachel, you've been to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yes. Have you seen Dorothea? (laughs) No, I wish I had, though. I remember when I took the tour and they mentioned that the building was haunted. I was like, oh, this should be fun. And um, I walked around and I just kept trying to, you know, look or hear all the noises, if there was any creaking going on behind the walls or anything. But alas, it was just a regular tour of the Hall of Fame, which is great. And you should go when we can do those (laughs) things again. But uh, yeah, so I had heard about the haunting, but I didn't know all the details of the story, just kind of more generally that there was a ghost and that it was a woman. But I didn't really know the backstory at all. And so that was like super fascinating to hear. Yeah. It's always so sad that the backstories are always tragic. Like, oh, well, my goodness. they wouldn't be vengeful ghosts if there weren't tragic stories. <laughs> That's true. I myself, this would probably, you know, make me not want to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame and go on the tour. But uh, it's always been on my bucket list. So we'll see. But I have to ask you, Rachel, do you believe in ghosts? Not really, but I think it's fun to think about. And like, especially for me right now, full disclosure, I am knee deep in a full rewatch of Supernatural. And so I'm right now I'm in the middle of season nine. So I've seen a lot of stories about, you know, ghosts with tragic deaths, haunting people. And so it feels a lot more real right now than it normally does. But, you know, realistically, I do not believe in ghosts. No. See, I am of the mindset to never, like, I don't want to say a firm yes or no, like, because I just don't want them to get mad at me. So I don't know. I'm, I'm covering all my bases by saying, you know what? I would not be surprised if ghosts are real. And I see the same thing about, like, aliens. So <laughs> I'm like a scaredy cat. So I would be terrified to even go on a ghost tour or any type of haunting, haunted place. So Like I said, it's on my bucket list, but I don't know if I would (laughs) take the plunge and go. But to all of our listeners who the Hockey Hall of Fame is on your bucket list and you plan to go, hopefully, when we're out of this, uh, you know, pandemic, uh, remember this story and uh, remind yourself when you go to the Hockey Hall of Fame to ask about and maybe you will see Dorothea there. So for the Flyers fun thing is, of course hockey spooky halloween related and it is <laughs> something that i mean every time you fa- you google flyers hockey costume you get this this picture of uh meanwhile at a flyers hockey game and it is a girl who just went above and beyond like <laughs> fan costumes and did uh, a spooky like skeleton face I want to say it is or just like a regular face of a person 
as it, and as if they got hit in the head with a puck and the puck is literally coming out of her head. I don't know if it's, it's can't be a real puck. It's some, I don't know what she put on there, but it, it protrudes out of her head. There's fake blood dripping down <laughs> around her eyes. And there's even looks like there, there's like a crack, like as if it was cracked in her skull where the puck was. So shout out to her. I, I, I don't like doing my makeup on a regular day, but she went above and beyond to do this uh, Halloween makeup for the game. And of course, she's wearing a Flyers jersey. So hats off to that girl. Yeah, she killed it. She really did. And I once took a like a stage makeup class. So Mm -hmm. and so I actually like one time broke a pencil in half and kind of glued it to either side of my hand and then like put like paint and stuff so it looked like I had stabbed a pencil through my hand and it was like blood everywhere so I know how much work that sort of thing takes (laughs) and it is so impressive hats off to you both because that is like I wouldn't even think to to break that to do that but yeah that's awesome well we definitely need to give that girl her credit so hats off to you both that is our flyers fun thing So we want to thank everyone for listening to today's show. We'll be back again tomorrow with our gritty thing of the week. And as always, we want to hear from you. So send us in your questions for our mailbag. Let us know what you're thinking of the episodes, what you want to hear in the off season. You can reach us on Twitter at LockedOnFlyers or LockedOnFlyers at gmail.com. I'm Danielle, and you can find me on Twitter at Danielle underscore Nick. That's Danielle underscore N-I-C-C. And I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M. Now tune into the most recent episode of Locked On NHL.